ghosts, specters, whatever you want to call them, they've been around for thousands of years. Apparently she died from a tooth infection in one of the upstairs rooms in the house. As in the locations they haunt. History of a Haunting podcast tells you all about these famous, infamous, and almost famous locations, and why they became terrifying places to visit. Grab a glass of wine and settle in with your hosts, Archie. I mean, that was definitely the wrong thing to do. And Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it, but hey, my podcast, and I'll say what I fucking want. <laughs> Two people just winging it in life, and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. how it works. That's <laughs> how we like it. Oh. Okay, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to History of a Haunting. I'm your host, Archie. And I am your host, Carrie. And... And here we go. <laughs> and... <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to say anything. You've been a live studio audience since the while. beginning. Yeah, I forgot. This week, we are joined by our live studio audience and guest host, Nancy. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for participating. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for my drink. <laughs> Archie's an awesome bartender. <laughs> I mean, why don't you tell the folks what we're drinking today? I forgot what you called them. <laughs> orange creamsicle, I think. It's uh, Captain Morgan orange and vanilla with cream soda. Ah, yes. And it's yummy. It's delicious. It is really delicious. Dangerously so. Dangerously we're, so. We're starting to tiptoe into that area of um, dangerous drinks in that they're so good that you can't taste the alcohol. They and then sneak up on you. Yeah. 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 I may need to call a ride home. Okay. If I want to go home. <laughs> well, after this, we're going to be playing, we're doing family game night. Family game night after this. Yes, let's make a pinky promise here and now, Archie, that we don't make it drinking family game night. Oh. No, we can't do that. Oh, that would be bad. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be a ton of fun. <laughs> uh, don't, no, shh. That's not happening. <laughs> we both have to work tomorrow. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I took tomorrow off. Oh, fuck, that's right. Two I take three. Every time we record on a Sunday... I take Monday off. <laughs> oh my God, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> well, how come I'm able to work then? You work from home. Okay. You work a mile away from your home. I know, but I won't have to drive there. Oh, for you get Uber. <laughs> no. Lyft. Nah. City bus. Nah. I'll just call in. Yeah, it's easier to lay in bed. <laughs> For the love of God. All yeah, right, well then can, why you don't can we... edit this however you see fit. <laughs> right. We're going to start getting fucking emails and messages. AA, here's their number. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your fans are becoming concerned for you. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. All right, so let's just get right into the nonsense. Okay, we're already in it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're deep in the nonsense. Yeah. Who, who is our Patreon of the week? Our Patreon of the week this week is your friend and mine. Okay, actually, really just mine. 
Uh, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know if you've met Laura and Sherry. I don't think I have. Okay. Yeah, so Sherry is our Patreon of the week. She has been a very dear friend of mine for uh, the last five years. Nice. Yeah, yeah. She's really wonderful. Um, She is actually... (laughs) We dedicated the Driscoll Hotel to her and her wife, Laura. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, Sherry, thank you so much for your uh, generosity. We are very appreciative. We're very grateful. And um, we love you very, very much. I love you more than Archie does, though. Well, it's because I haven't met you yet. I mean, but thank you. You're welcome for throwing you under the bus. Wait, what? I think he was saying thank you to her. <laughs> oh, thank you to her. <laughs> oh, okay. That's... And you said you're welcome. You're welcome. Wow. Okay. Well, she's not here, so I'm going to say she's saying you're welcome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's Sherry. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, she knows me. She knows this is how shit goes. Let's have some more of these. Nah, cheers to cheers. Sherry, everybody. <laughs> cheers. cheers, Clink Sherry. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> live studio, whatever. So, yes, Sherry, thank you very much. <laughs> we certainly do appreciate you. And um, we have a wonderful, wonderful standing ovation to you from us. So thank you very much for being our Patreon of the week. And now he doesn't say shit. I I hate you Is this why so you hard. So much when you're editing. Is this why I do what so much? Curse so much. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Most of it's accidental. <laughs> Cursing. Most of it. No. <laughs> Most Maybe. of the aggravations are accidental. Yes. Yeah. Which explains a lot as to why when I. Taught Archie how to edit. He did Skinwalker Ranch, which was phenomenal job, by the way. Thank you. Um, you're and every welcome. time I've been like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> every time since I've been like, I'm going to need you to edit this, that, or the other thing, he's been like, well, I can't. I'm busy. Sorry. It's, I, I can't do it. Sorry. He edited once, and he was like, thanks for the experience, but that's all it was. <laughs> Do we need to start this whole thing over or just go with... Back from the top. No, I'm kidding. I'm getting pretty good at marking the bullshit. <laughs> Being able to cut that out. <laughs> so anyway, Sherry, thank you so much. We are very, very grateful and we love you so much. And now let's... Uh, Arch, let's tell the folks where we're going today because I don't have any EVPs to review. No, and I don't either. Okay, cool. This, where are we going? This episode, we are going to the Hotel Monte Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona, United States. Yay! Have you ever heard of this uh, hotel? I had not. Have you, Mom? No. No. I never have either. We're bad Arizonans. Which is surprising that none of us have heard of it because it's actually got some notable... It does. Yes, it does. It does. Now, before we get started, really quick, I do want to say that this episode is dedicated to my new-ish in-development baby cousin. Uh, My cousin Lori is pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) She just revealed yesterday that... um, that they're having a boy. Aww. Yes. So this episode is, is dedicated to him, which is why I said in development. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the family, little one. And we um, are good about... Yeah, good luck. We're a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so your cousin Carrie is dedicating a paranormal podcast episode to you. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, this this is dedicated to Lori and her growing new family. So we love you very much, and Aww. we're super excited. We can't wait to meet the little guy. So yeah, uh, Arch. Let's get into it. This was a lot of fun one. This For me, this was a, a really fun one to research. It was very informative. It was very informative. It's very interesting. It's kind of a, it's a fun place. Are you ready, Mom? Sure. Yay. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's get on it. All right. What I have was found as read on legendsofamerica.com. Bible. With, <clears throat> with support from hotelmontevista.com. Oh, me too. Oh, good. Yay. Located along Old Route 66 in Flagstaff, Arizona, is the Hotel Monte Vista. Opening on New Year's Day, 1927, this historic hotel, listed on the National Register of Historic Places, has been fully restored to its former glory and continues to serve the traveling public today. I... 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 Well, we're on. We're there. We're there. We go on our way. Off we go. Has such a nice speaking voice. Uh, You've said that like nine million times. He does. I mean, everybody. Impressive. Everybody thinks so. I try really hard to speak with the voice he was born with. (laughs) (laughs) This old hotel is one of the very few American hotels. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what hotel are we staying at, Jerome? The Jerome Grand. There we go. Groaned. See, I can't. See, you even can't. Do he that can't right. even mess it up when he's trying to mess <laughs> it up. Um, yes, Archie's speaking voice is amazing. He moonlights as a phone sex operator. Ooh, <laughs> how well does that pay? Don't judge. Do they even have such a thing anymore? Or was that just big in the early eighties, nineties, before the internet? Oh, oh yeah, right, right. This took a weird turn. Yeah. Usually does. It yeah, usually I, does. I really didn't mean for it to go in this direction when I made that comment. But we, I don't even we, remember we the comment either. you made. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'm going to score at family game night. <laughs> yeah. This old hotel is one of the very few American hotels built entirely from public taxes. Oh, right. Yes, in 1924, a man by the name of V.M. Slifer. Slifer? Slifer. I'm going with Slifer. Spell it. S-L-I-P-H-E-R. Slifer. Slifer. Aaron, write that down. (laughs) Aaron, look that up. (laughs) Anyhow, he spearheaded... (laughs) God damn it. Archie... Don't spit your sangria. <laughs> I know. I was. I literally <laughs> almost did. Um, write that down too, Aaron. <laughs> this old hotel is one of the very few American hotels built entirely from public taxes. In 1924, a man by the name of V. M. Slifer spearheaded. Oh God shit! Damn it! <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> this is the shit. best. Spearheaded. Yeah, we I go. get it. I can read. <laughs> Apparently, I can't. Spe- Speak. Um, what were you saying about his voice? <laughs> well, the tone is is well is really the pronunciation nice. is lacking in the last few sentences. <laughs> well, I have slifer and spearheaded right next to each other in my notes, and it's just not Slifer's connecting. Spearheaded. Well. It's not really that hard, Art. Wow. All right. Moving on. <laughs> they, he spearheaded what now? <laughs> what did he spearhead? Spearheaded a local fundraising yes. campaign to build the hotel. 
Because of this, the hotel was originally called the Community Hotel in honor of the townspeople who contributed to its existence. And basically owned it. Exactly. Okay, cool. The name Monte Vista, meaning Mountain View, was later chosen by a 12-year-old contest winner. Oh, cool. To name the hotel. Huh. That's really cool. He's probably dead now. It was only in 1924? Seven? He was 12 in 1924. He could still be alive. Doubtful. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, off topic, off topic. No, I want to discuss this in detail. (laughs) Hang on, Arch. In 1924, tourism was a burgeoning business in Flagstaff, where lodging was too scarce to keep visitors in town to spend their hard-earned dollars. Slifer's efforts resulted in the city city voted ordinance that established a municipal bond to build the hotel. Wow, okay. Goodness. Just, yeah. After its opening, which was weeks before Route 66 was due to open in the area, the the hotel was popular not only among the tourists, but also a favorite of the locals who quickly coined the phrase, quote, meet me at the Monte V. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, I've heard that so many times. In its first year, the hotel hosted Mary Costigan's daily three-hour radio show from Room 105. Mary, who would sit and listen to a radio show? I mean... Oh, well, wait, back in right. Those days. You mean, like, people who listen to podcasts? That oh, was... right. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. I, was, I looked at her like, that was the joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fell a little flat. Yeah. Move on. I regret Mary everything. Costigan, <laughs> Mary Costigan was the first American woman to be granted a radio broadcasting license. Oh, thank you, Mary. Thank you. Opening during the Prohibition era, this didn't stop the Hotel Monte Vista Lounge from ignoring the law and running a profitable bootlegging operation out of Flagstaff's most popular speakeasy. Nah, cheers, Arizona. Cheers. Yay! <laughs> However, in 1931, the place was raided by local officials and shut down, only to resume business two years later when Prohibition finally came to an end. For five years between 1935 and 1940, the hotel lounge and lobby also offered its many guests a wide range of slot machines to choose from. Oh. The only ones ever in Flagstaff. In the 1940s and 50s, Western movies became the choice of the American public, and more than 100 movies were filmed in nearby Sedona and Oak Creek Canyon. Oh, wow. Is, I can see that. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah gorgeous. During these filmings, the Hotel Monte Vista hosted such famous guests as Jane Russell, Gary Cooper, Spencer Tracy, John Wayne, and Bing Crosby. Was... Bing Crosby? Well, Spencer Tracy kind of caught my attention. He was a Western... He made some Westerns, but... Really? I don't... No, Bing I'm Crosby? I'm never hearing Bing Crosby in a Western. Hmm. Well, in one of the rooms of the hotel, a scene from Casablanca was filmed. Oh. I think that's so cool. Oh my, I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. I actually didn't know it either, but I think it's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a famous movie. I mean, mm-hmm. where. Uh, it's a classic. I'm, for sure. Jane Russell, too. I really love her as well. Really? Why? Gentlemen prefer blondes. Because I'm not a blonde, of course I more I had a bigger <laughs> affinity for Jane Russell. <laughs> well, and further, which may come into play with your research. Ah, uh, 
I think I know where you're going with this. In the 1970s, three men robbed a Flagstaff bank near the hotel where one of the men was shot during their escape from the bank. In the hotel? Probably in the bank. No, during the escape from the bank. During the escape. Well, here, laying low, low, quote, and celebrating their successful robbery, the trio stopped in at the Monte Vista Lounge for a drink. (laughs) That sounds about right for small town Arizona in the 70s. You rob a bank and you go to the most famous popular bar in town (laughs) for a nightcap. Hoping to see a movie star. And hoping to pick up Jane Russell and... (laughs) Well, however, the wounded man's gunshot injury was obviously more serious than any of them anticipated because before he could even finish his first drink, he died right there in the lounge. Ew. The Hotel Monte Vista is the longest publicly held commercial hotel in the history of America. Oh, Wow. wow. Finally selling to a private individual in the early 1960s. Was it you? (laughs) Oh, sure. You're the owner? Yeah, I'm the owner. Wow. It is located at 100 North San Francisco Street. The old hotel with its tales of scandal and ghost stories continues to entertain. We need to go see that. We do. We need to stay there. No. (laughs) No. Maybe go in the bar and have a drink. Where the guy died? Well, sure. I mean, they're pretty cleaned it up by now, right? Yeah. He's not one, so laying there, is he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to give you all a taste of sometimes people suck, our new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie, that's what I have. Oh my God, Arch, that was that was really great. It was I, really is good. it still in operation today? Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh. Wow. We could go there and have a drink where he died. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Get a picture of you laying on the floor where he did. Okay, let's not get carried away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought that was a great idea. But then you lay on the floor. I'm not going to. (laughs) I have a bad head. (laughs) (laughs) Are you mocking me? A little, yeah. Okay, well, I, you know, in my research of this place, I did come across a lot of what you would have found. Mm -hmm. And... I, I never knew... I knew it existed-ish. But I knew it existed because of other paranormal podcasts. <laughs> I, I do think that when we went to the Grand Canyon, when we took Koi for the first time, I think we did drive by the Hotel Monte Vista because I think you go down that one main road through Flagstaff to oh, get... Oh, yeah. You you have to. Yeah. There's um, no, no getting huh. past it. I mean, there's no not getting past it. It's funny because it. I yeah. lived in, Fe- or in Arizona for... Most oh, of your life. 50 years. Yeah. Minimum. And I never heard of it. I never heard about that place. We've got to go. we got to go. Yeah, we have limited time. Oh, but wait. Remember how oh, I said I, wait. I wanted to take the dogs up to the snow this winter? Why don't we just go and, like, spend the night? Because it's pet friendly. Oh, that's true. I'm not letting my little dog into a hotel that's haunted by ghosts. That's absolutely out of the question. He's a very delicate little thing. <laughs> he's the bravest out of everybody in, that lives in this house. But he's still delicate. Hardly. <laughs> he's not a delicate little flower. No, that's me. That's Archie. <laughs> that's Archie. Oh, right. right. I, I'm I'm confusing your, Get it right. Jesus. Confusing your children. I know. It's, it, I'm so sorry. 
right. Well, now that everybody's listened to our family psychosis, <laughs> we will be right back with the ghosts <laughs> after uh, this promo for one of our buddy podcasts, Reverie True Crime Podcast. And um, this one is a good one. I love this podcast. And uh, Paige. Oh, that girl. She's going to lull you into a false sense of security. Oh, my God. I could listen to her talk forever. Forever. Yeah. Un- unless she's talking about horrible things, which that's what her podcast is about. So, Well, hopefully I'd be asleep at that point. But just But just think about listen. the dreams you'd have as yeah. she's talking in your sleep. Oh, yikes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just, just listen to her. Yeah. Just listen to her. She's amazing. When and you're her- wide awake. Well, yeah, we were wide awake. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just nightmare fuel. Um, so yeah, uh, Paige and her podcast, Reverie True Crime Podcast. We will be right back with all hauntings of the Hotel Monte Vista after this. Okay. My name is Paige, and I'm the host of Reverie True Crime. Reverie means to daydream, but even daydreams can become nightmares. Come join me and get lost in horrific reverie about true crimes and eerie events. Reverie True Crime Podcast, available wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Okay, so to the hauntings. Uh, Now, I got mine also from the hotel's website, thehotelmontevista.com. They actually happily promote all of the ghosts in the hotel. (laughs) They have a whole page dedicated to the paranormal happenings at the hotel, which I think is amazing because I think a lot of hotels try to kind of, you know, oh, that's just sort of... No, you know, if you've heard the rumor, that might be just what it is, but yet if you, like, ask, you know... Is it haunted? They're going to be like, yeah, here's a whole book of shit that's gone on here. <laughs> this place just fucking puts it on display right there in the front of the hotel. They're like, hey, come on in. We got ghosts, <laughs> which I love. So I got my information from the hotel's website, hotelmontevista.com, legendsofamerica.com. Of course. Go, uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, TripAdvisor, The Odyssey Online, ArizonaDailySun.com, and SeeksGhosts.blogspot.com. Wow. Yeah. Arizona Daily Sun. Is that Flagstaff newspaper or? I think so. I thought mm. that was Tucson. I, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe they're. Could be, could be both. I mean, it could be both. I also was born and raised in Arizona. And I'm a terrible Arizonan because I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, I'm going to start my part out with a quote. Uh, Johnny Anaya has spent seven years leading tours of some of Flagstaff's most haunted places during the days leading up to Halloween, which I want to go on. I don't think anybody here is surprised. Uh, Nor does anybody here want to go. Well, there's that. Um, <laughs> fine. You losers can have a drink in the bar where the guy, the guy died, and I'll go on a ghost tour. Um, Cheers. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> Anaya goes on to say that um, he treasures the decades of stories that these buildings hold, even if they are somewhat spooky. He's also careful to point out that the ghost ghost tales he tells are rooted in documented happenings in the city's history. So the bank robbery, Mm -hmm. the guy that died, um, which he thinks is perhaps what makes them even scarier. Um, I mean, it does. I mean, here we have Archie, which is the, you know, 
eternal skeptic. But when I said that one sentence, he was like, oh, he was a little more impressed. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, Johnny and I is not wrong. He does end his, uh, this quote by saying, by the end of the tour at the Monte Vista, people's eyes are bulging out of their heads. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, let's find out why. Or, as I've written here, let's get checked in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, this comes from the hotel's own website. It says, quote, The Monte Vista has always been known for rumors of hauntings. As with nearby buildings of similar age, there are spirits haunting some of the rooms and halls. With such a colorful history, it is no surprise some spirits stick around for an eternity. I don't want to do that. I'm down with ghosts. I think they're amazing and wonderful, but I don't want to spend my eternity in, like, the Wyndham Phoenix Airport. Or, like, (laughs) something that I have an affinity for, which is the Wyndham Phoenix Airport. I don't want to fucking haunt that joint forever. Wyndham Phoenix Airport. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? That's You die, and that's where you end up checking that's 210 you, rooms for the oh rest of... Oh, my God. No, I'd rather spend mine at the Arizona Biltmore. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> want to spend my eternity in a fucking hotel. No, I'd rather spend mine in Raleigh, North Carolina. Your eternity? What's wrong with heaven? Oh, we, is that an option? <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, it is for me. I don't know about you. Well, it is for you, honey. I know it is for me. Okay. Wow. Patreon, stay tuned for the stories that my mother has lived. <laughs> she has nothing to that's say. That's it. That's it. I quit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm quit. I'm I quit. I'm I'm so done. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I don't even know where the fuck I was. All right. Yeah. Oh, the hotel's website. It goes on to say... We encourage communication with the ghosts if you are looking for an extraordinary experience. If you would like to hear about some of the phenomena... There it is. Um, feel free to ask the employees around the building. Our wonderful housekeeping staff has some of the most intriguing tales. Of course they do, because they see it all. I mean, pour one out for housekeeping. Here's to housekeeping. Here's to housekeeping. Cheers, Clayton. Cheers, Clayton. Yay! Love my housekeepers. All right. So we're just going to dive right into the ghosts, and um, the first one I'm going to talk about is the Meat Man in Room 220. The Meat Man? Uh-huh. I mean, make of that what you will. It, it's not pretty no matter what you can possibly come oh, up with. He's not the guy that delivered meat to the hotel? Mm, no. He was a bizarre long-term boarder who was known by his strange habit of hanging raw meat from the chandelier in his room. Oh, bless his heart. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, and, I mean, you might think this happened in the 30s, the 40s. No, this was going on in the early 1980s. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, uh, this quirky individual quirky. was... <laughs> quirky. Quirky. Let's call him that. Uh, he was actually <laughs> found in his room uh, three days after his death. It didn't say if there was meat hanging there, too. Or if he was hanging there. Or if he was hanging there, or if he was the meat. I, it, it, just, it wasn't clear. <laughs> wow. Uh, however, not, not long after uh, his death, a maintenance worker was working on a few repairs. I can uh, hazard a guess it was more than a few. <laughs> but 
when the guy needed a new fixture, he left the room, he turned the lights off, and he locked the door. He returned a few minutes later, um, and he found the television on at full volume, and the linens on the bed had been ripped and scattered around the room. So... It's common for the television to act on its own accord, as well as reports of cold male hands touching guests in their sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> what room is that? <laughs> <laughs> 220. 220, okay. 220. I'll sign uh, up. Might smell like meat. Uh, fresh or rotting, I'm not. Pick your oh. adventure. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to think about that. <laughs> Depends on the mood you're in that night. Right. right. Okay. I'll see you in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> today, guests often complain of hearing coughing, uh, which apparently now in the age of COVID-19 is a terrifying sound to hear somebody oh, coughing. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and other noises from the otherwise empty room. Uh, <laughs> Do they still rent that room? Yes. Oh, dear God. No, no. Um... <laughs> So let's take a look here. Some of the um, uh, visitor experiences. Uh, One says, quote, just came back from spending the night at the Monte Vista Hotel in Flagstaff. After we got done checking in, we asked what floor the meat man was on. (laughs) How'd you like to be known as that for the rest of eternity? The meat man? Archie's thinking about it. I I mean, I mean, I I have a different perspective. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> somewhat family show save that for another podcast okay. okay um after we got done checking in we asked what floor the meat man was on they told us he was on the second floor room 220 so we put all of our stuff in our room room 305 the rocking chair room i'll get to that in a moment and then we headed down to the second floor we walked around and looked at all the star picks on the doors. So I guess they have named rooms after various celebrities that have yeah. stayed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, including John Bon Jovi, which mm-hmm. I never found out why that room was named after him. Because as far as I can tell, he didn't stay there. Unless did you come across anything? I... Pardon. Oh, sorry. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Great. What I did come across was um, prison... Time celebrities have stayed there. Oh, okay. Like Michael J. Fox and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, as opposed to Spencer Tracy, Jane Russell, you know, all the dead people. Cary Grant. Present time. Oh, present time! <laughs> oh, I thought he said prison time. <laughs> <laughs> what? When was Michael J. Fox in prison? And this is how rumors get started. <laughs> Why is she so incredulous about this? <laughs> also, Erin, I used a big word properly and said it correctly. <laughs> the pronunciation, Erin, was a little off. Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> present time. Sorry. Could you use My. your amazing voice to speak more clearly? I will try to speak more clearly. Thank you. <laughs> Prison time. <laughs> O.J. Simpson prison? stayed there. Aaron Hernandez has been there. Uh, Robert Blake has stayed there. <laughs> yeah, but the one you spoke of was Michael J. Fox, and I thought, no way. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Um, 
Okay. Right, carry on. I mean, sure. Yeah, because I can pick up right where I left off. I don't even remember where I was. Uh, Ooh. This one. Right. Okay. Oh, boy. So, this person goes on to say, we walked around and looked at all the star picks on the doors, and we were, at the time, we were the only people on the floor at that time. Well, that was redundant. (laughs) But I didn't write this. I just just blatantly stole this from... Uh, Okay. Uh, from as, as we do, as we do, thank you. Which is why we cite sources. <laughs> <laughs> as we started heading down the hallway towards room two twenty, we started to notice a meat smell. It was a very distinct sausage smell. The smell only lasted a minute or so. Archie, stop! I'm not. And then it was gone. <laughs> yeah. I just sat up straight. That's uh huh. <laughs> I need another drink. <laughs> Um, they go on to say, when we got to room 220, we started taking pictures of the door. We stood there for a few seconds talking and then headed down the hallway to leave. Just then, a door opened in front of my son. He dodged the door, thinking a guest was coming out of the room. However, when he turned to see who was coming out of the door, he saw that it was just the door to the janitor's closet. We stood there and watched the door to see if anything else was going to happen. So a bunch of fools just stand here in a closet. <laughs> toilet brushes came right, out. Right, <laughs> mopped, fell, everything <laughs> fell out. Um, we stood there and watched the door to see if anything else was going to happen. And then we saw a dark shadow cross the hallway. My son's friend started recording on her phone. And when we replayed the recording, we heard a man's voice. It sounded like he spoke right by the speaker on her phone, either saying help or breathing hard. We left the hallway as soon as my son started to feel uncomfortable. That's when he started to feel uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. How okay. old was the son? Uh, I think it said it. he was um, of a certain age that isn't <laughs> on my notes. <laughs> but he had a girlfriend that was there. No, just a friend. Oh. Let's go with 14. That sounds good. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's room 220 in the meat man's room, where I guess you can smell sausage. I'm hoping it's cooking and not rotting. Okay, but if it's cooking and it's on the second floor, it could be coming from the kitchen downstairs, and you know. Do they have a kitchen? Yeah. Well, I know sure they, they have do. a they're bar. Group, they're a hotel. Yeah. Okay, so the next room we are going to talk about is room 305, which is known as the rocking chair room or the John Bon Jovi room. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a lot of questions. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this room, Mom, this is the room I was telling you about that Unsolved Mysteries actually did. They featured this room in a tale um, uh, in an episode of the show, which we were talking about earlier before we started recording. And we were like, "Who's the? what's the name of the guy that hosted that? Because... Oh, yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Robert Stack. Robert Stack. There we go, yeah. Yep. One of my favorite memes is the Unsolved Mysteries, like, title card and it says nothing was scarier as a child in the 80s than this guy's voice talking about scary shit no mm-hmm. one solved <laughs> damn right and that theme music uh-huh still yes to this day to this day so this room was featured on that lovely show oh my god yeah okay um and apparently room 305 is by far the most active room in the hotel there are numerous reports of seeing a woman in the rocking chair near the window Guests and housekeeping, for housekeeping, 
I know. <laughs> have reports of seeing the chair move by itself and knocking coming from inside the closet. Yeah. Uh, History tells us that years ago, an elderly woman who was a long-term renter would sit by the window for hours on end. No one knows what she was looking at or looking for. Further, if the housekeeping staff moves the chair, the next day it will always reappear next to the window. Oh, wow. That is just beyond yuck. I mean, but I also kind of want to see if it's true in it. <laughs> oh my god, you're so weird. I know. I yeah. know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't think you are. I'm not really. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the women of the night. Mm. Women of the can't night. Can't forget the women of the night. Yeah, I mean, if they're good, you can't forget them. You're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> this story hails from room 306. Uh, apparently years ago, Flagstaff's red light district could be found just south of the railroad tracks. Of course. Of course. Uh, just two blocks from Never the Mont... North. What? Never north. Never north. It's always from south, of the, the wrong side of the tracks. Uh, just two blocks from the Monte Vista. Uh, in the early 1940s, two prostitutes, or sex workers as they are now called, were brought to room 306 during their, quote, visit. They were killed and thrown from their third floor window to the cold street below. Ouch. Well, yeah, ouch. <laughs> Woof, that's rough. Where, where's the police? Woof, that's rough. Did you... <laughs> oh, God. And not one dog moved. No, sorry. <laughs> Wasting all my good dog jokes. Sorry, go on. <laughs> well, where, where is the police investigation for that? This was in 1940? In the 1940s? Yeah. yeah in when, Flagstaff, Arizona? So, when, I mean, are you thinking like... The Untouchables sort of police investigation? Well, I mean, did they give a shit when people weren't thrown? There was probably a war going on, for one thing, and... Oh, good point. They had better other things to think about. Was there no local constable? Was there nobody who checked in on these shady things? Probably not. I would imagine there would have to be somebody. A county sheriff, maybe? I mean, somebody. And... Ladies of the evening, yeah, nobody's going to jump out of bed to go rush to solve that crime. Solve that crime in the 1940s. God, that's terrible and unfortunate. I mean, and as you, most yeah. true crime is. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm just disappointed. And thanks you for bringing it all the way down. <laughs> My turn now. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Uh, yeah, as far as all your questions, they are all super valid, uh, but I have no answer for any uh, of it. Okay. Okay. Um, I do want to say that over the years, numerous guests have reported being awakened in the middle of the night and uh, unable to return to sleep due to a feeling that they are being watched. Not loving that, as yeah. everybody knows. Uh, also, uh, Arch, maybe you and I don't stay in this room? <laughs> because the majority of the time, our male guests, again, this is from the website, our male guests report the feeling of having hands placed over their mouths and throats and awakening unable to breathe. Well, I mean, oh, some, yeah, Arch, sometimes... Oh, yeah, that's a good you know, incentive to go stay there. Yeah, sometimes we pay extra for that. I... Find him on Grinder. I've said it 900 million times. How is this dude still single? Uh, 
<laughs> but wait, here's another one. There's more. There's but wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> of course there is. Of course there is. This might blow up your skirt, Arch. Oh. Oh. The Phantom Bellboy. Oh. Oh, there's always a Phantom Bellboy. I, I love a good Phantom Bellboy. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm relaxing. Okay. Move along. Dare I say the sentence that just popped into my head? I don't Please know. Please do. The Phantom Bellboy has reported to service John Wayne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, wouldn't we all? <laughs> it's funnier because he was a known homophobe. <laughs> God. Happy Gay Pride Month. Um, <laughs> Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Alright, let me get on with my story. So there's a phantom bellboy. Um, I have a feeling if anybody that works at this hotel listens to this episode, we will be immediately blocked from making a reservation. <laughs> anyway. Um, hotel guests have reported a knock at their door and a muffled voice announcing room service. When guests <laughs> open... <laughs> Oh, that's that's a snort laugh on your bingo card. Bingo card. (laughs) When guests open the door, no one is present. However, some guests have seen the figure of a bellboy standing outside of room two ten. The hotel's web. Whoops, sorry. The hotel's website states that our housekeepers frequently experience the antics of the bellboy. One report states seeing a young male in an old-fashioned red coat with brass buttons walking up and down the halls. Now, here's where John Wayne comes in. (laughs) John Wayne reported seeing one of the hotel's first ghosts in the late 1950s. Describing the spirit as friendly, this benevolent ghost evidently made a brief appearance in the movie star's room. He then proceeded to alert the staff on more than one occasion of paranormal activity throughout his stay. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you were in the 1950s, you'd want to haunt John Wayne's room. I mean... Uh, did anybody know who the fuck that dude was? I mean, isn't he popular, like, one of those, like, more popular after death kind of deals? John Wayne? Yeah. No. 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 He was very popular he, he was, yeah. when he was alive, but it was, like, in the 40s and 50s. Okay, so then he had, like, a resurgence after he died? Pretty much. Possibly. Okay. I, yeah. A lot of them do. Okay. Anyway. Um, I'm not impressed with him. I mean... Okay. I, I don't care. I, I never cared for John Wayne type of movies. They're either westerns or war movies, and... Well, yeah, but you do like Rio Bravo. Only because well, Ricky Nelson... Because Nelson was in it. <laughs> <Nelson> was in <laughs> it. <laughs> can you... Uh, can you do an impression of John Wayne? Either one of you? No. No? No. I mean, if it, it, it should... I feel like it should be pretty easy. He's sort of like... You know how Willie Nelson, when he sings, he sort of like sings, speaks? He, so slow that it's just sort of like a slow speak. Like... You well, gotta talk like this, kind of slow well, and dumb. That well. sounds like John Wayne. Oh, thank you! Yay! Well, howdy, partner. That sounds like Elvis. Well, <laughs> I don't know these things. Well, I'm, hello I'm, there, little fella. How's that? Little lady. Little lady. <laughs> yeah. 
kind of a John Wayne kind oh of thing. <laughs> We're going to play heads up after this, and there's a, a accents oh. and whatever oh, category. Oh, I'm pretty oh, sure we are so fucked. We're super fucked. <laughs> Um, anyway, others have also reported seeing the image of a woman who wanders the halls outside this room. Supposedly, the hotels of... The hotels? It's just the one hotel. Uh, the <laughs> hotel avoids putting guests with pets in this room because dogs go crazy with fear and tear up the room. So we won't be staying there with the dogs. We won't be staying at that hotel, period. <laughs> okay. You and Koi and the dogs can stay in another hotel. Archie and I are definitely staying in this hotel. Oh, lucky you, Archie. Hey, I'm in room 220. I mean, he wants the meat man. But, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> what single person doesn't want a meat man? <laughs> okay. And now, I mean, it's all fun and games until I start. Until I start. Um, anyway, it's all fun and games until I bring up the baby in the basement. Oh, oh. My God. Oh, both of their faces were like joyful with laughter, and then I said that, and it kind of came crashing down. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm a success unless I bum everybody out. <laughs> you always manage to. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. You're quite welcome. Um, so apparently, the disturbing sounds of an infant crying in the basement have been heard again and again, which. I just, I, no. I could be in a store, a grocery store, Target, wherever, and if I hear a child crying, I immediately want to know where Koi is. My son is 19 fucking years old. (laughs) And I'm immediately like, I need to hug my baby. It's just one of those, like, maternal innate things. So this would be horrible. It's quite different for child-free people. And and child not wanting people. yeah, Yeah, I hear a baby crying, it's like, Oh, fuck. Can we move tables? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a ghost baby? Well, shit, we need to move okay. cities. <laughs> Carry on. Anyway. Um, my mom's like, I don't like you talking about my grandson or any sort of sad baby <laughs> in this manner. Uh, reported primarily by maintenance and laundry personnel. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, yeah. 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 I think I said it in, in the in Hotel Cecil. We 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 were like, let's pour one out to poor housekeeping who are having to find <laughs> yeah. all these murder victims and suicides. Yes, and, yes, we did. And I said, man, my mom could weave you a yarn about thirty years in housekeeping. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um. Anyway, so maintenance and laundry personnel. Uh, for them, this is one of the most disturbing encounters. Staff had found have found themselves running upstairs just to escape the sound of the baby crying. Uh, Though the sounds are very real to those who hear them, there has actually been no information that has explained this phenomenon. Yeah, so... uh, Okay. (laughs) The baby in the basement. basement. Yeah. The next one is a dancing couple, and I kind of like this one because I picture Aunt Elna and Uncle Coy... On several occasions, lounge staff and patrons have witnessed a transparent couple dancing in the cocktail lounge. They are seen in formal dress, laughing, smiling, eternally dancing. Aww. Which I like to picture my That's... aunt and Michael Coy doing that. Okay, That's when I good. think of that, I think of Des and Bill. 
Uh, now, Arsh, here's where we get to your bank robber. Okay. Here we go. Buckling in. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. To reiterate what Archie said, in 1970, three men robbed a nearby bank. During the robbery, a bank guard shot one of the men. Despite their injured comrade, they decided to celebrate by stopping in the lounge to have a drink. Uh, as you mentioned, Arch, the wounded man bled to death while enjoying his last drink, which, I mean, if you're going to go in a certain way, yeah. I mean, why not? If you're a bank robber, I mean, what have you got, you got to look forward to anyway? Exactly. I mean, why go to the most popular bar in the city? I mean, that's that's a lapse in judgment right there. It is, and I, I, you know, I might actually mention these guys um, at the end of Sometimes People Suck, where we recount stupid criminals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, the wounded man bled to death while enjoying his last drink. Since then, both patrons and staff have reported being greeted by anonymous voice saying, "Good morning." Uh, there have also been reports of bar stools and drinks that seem to move on their own. Take my seat. Don't touch my drink. <laughs> I, I'm okay. God, that could be me. <laughs> well, saying take my seat, don't touch my drink. Or don't you... touch my drink. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, are, are we back to your ghost moving bar stools and drinks? I I see you doing that. Mm, probably both. Mm. Uh, additionally, others have told stories of feeling a ghostly presence while enjoying a drink in the cocktail lounge. That could be anything from playing with your hair to smacking you in the head to holding your hand to tweaking your hip. Don't or taking your drink or moving your chair. Okay, well, I'm all for taking a drink. Uh, take a drink! Yay! Let's take a drink. All right, let's take a drink. Um... Though this might be the ghost of the gunman, the hotel has such a past of shootings. Oh, what a lovely place. Oh, good. Yeah. Cowboys on horseback. <laughs> oh, my God. Though this might be the ghost of the gunman, the hotel has such a past of shootings. Cool. Cowboys on horseback in the lobby and drunken brawls that they aren't really sure. Which, fair. That's fair. The robber's ghost allegedly appears to guests in the form of a hazy mist. Uh, again, that could be all the alcohol they're imbibing. <laughs> anyway, here's some other reports. Uh, there have been reports of whispers from a phantom asking guests, guests which floor their elevator ride, uh, which floor during their elevator ride, rather, and light bulbs continuously being unscrewed or removed. That's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> Helpful for the elevator, rude for the room. Mm, true. Uh, last but not least, the creepiest is the shadow man. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying a resounding fuck no. <laughs> the creepiest is the shadow man who haunts the basement more recently. More recently? Yeah. Hmm. He's been spotted standing behind employees and delivery guys. No, thank you. Supposedly, he stands over six feet tall and has a menacing, uncomfortable presence. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine so. I don't like the idea of, of someone standing behind me just standing there. Additionally, a little boy is said to eternally wander the halls of the hotel as if, as if he is speaking with his mother. Guests have often reported this boy touched their hand. Children tend to see this ghost more often. I, I have a love-hate relationship with child ghosts. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 No, no, you're Why? not wrong with that. What? 
Why? Well, because like this little guy, I'm like, oh, he's looking like he's talking with his mother, or you know, if he if he touches my hand while I'm walking, okay, great. But then there's some other child ghosts that are just fucking scary. That just Leah, I hear you. Yeah, there are some little little kid ghosts that that like this little guy. Um, you know, they looking as if he's talking to his mother. Guess if reported this boy touched their hand. Okay, fine, but. There are other locations that we've done where you hear a little child giggle on EVPs and, like, I don't know. They're, creepy they're, kids. Yeah, yeah, creepy kids. Um, <laughs> this review comes from TripAdvisor, which I really love to, to search when we do a hotel location. This person says, quote... Stayed here in mid-August 2011. What an experience. Stayed in the Gary Cooper room. Picture two middle-aged best gal pals and one ten-year-old boy fighting over who does get to be in the middle of one huge bed. We elected to take the scaredy cat path and not take advantage of the sleeper sofa. TMI. This review just kind of goes on for a minute. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, They continue, events included hearing footsteps coming toward us in the hallway and no one was there. My bag got mysteriously zipped back up after I had just left it unzipped. Thank you for not, you know, no, thank you. (laughs) I don't even like know how to form a thought with that one Um, or most stuff. Um, (laughs) And I saw orbs of light hover and then zoom out of one of the windows at about Guess when? Three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I would be interested in learning for sure which window and at what time the lady of the evening got pushed out of one of the windows long ago. I understand that this was the, quote, second most haunted room they have. Three question marks. Oh. Uh, Hotel is something that you can easily imagine. Many movie stars... Easily managed in one of them and I move a thaws from back in the day uh, and where they stayed at. Rooms are all named after them, too, for $140. Uh, it is worth it for one of the most unique experiences I have had in a long time. If you are adventurous, as we are, Arch, go for it. Uh, so I do want to say, um, in closing, that <laughs> what I've got for the hauntings, uh, a good portion of them actually came from the hotel's website, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, but I do want to say in closing that the Hotel Monte Vista has a mixture of friendly ghosts and stereotypical spooky ghosts, which makes it a fun night of guessing which type of ghost might end up bothering you or scarring you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Arch, as you mentioned earlier, um, if you are ever in the northern Arizona area and um, you are looking for a hauntingly good time and place to stay, uh, the Hotel Monte Vista is located at 100 North San Francisco Street, Flagstaff, Arizona, 86001. You can call them for reservations at 928-779-6971 or toll-free at 1-800-545-3068. And that's... What I got for the oh. Hotel Monte Vista. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Thank you. You did a really great job, too. I really had no idea how... Uh, uh, historic and, historic, and old. Yes, and at the core of Arizona, this hotel is. It was open before Route 66 was even open, which mm-hmm. I found really, really interesting. Well, Mom, what did you think of the hotel? I thought it was creepy. Of course, you <laughs> thought it was creepy. <laughs> um, I've never seen it, so I don't... 
It's interesting. It's it's on a corner in Flagstaff, and it has this red neon um, sign at the top. It almost kind of looks Vegasy sort of to me. A little bit. A little Mizpah and Tonopah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first to have um, slot machines. Oh, really? Oh, really? Now, did you find anything that said that it still does? I don't know. Listeners, have I you didn't. been to the Hotel Monta Vista? Um, let us know. Leia is really interested. She needs everybody's in- information, if you can hear her snoring. Huh. <laughs> I'm sure we've driven past it in, you know, our... And you know what's funny is some of the things I read said that the hotel is towering over <laughs> the city. And it's like, it's four floors. It's yeah. not towering over I mean, anything. the pine trees are taller <laughs> In some instances, um, yeah, I still think it's really wonderful, and I definitely would like to to go there um, and spend the night. If not, because somebody guests live studio audience is a big wuss, we will just go and you know have lunch and drink at the bar, or whatever. Oh, she's looking at me. Yeah. So anyway, guys, that was the Hotel Monte Vista. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and um, I apologize to my home state for not knowing a damn thing about it. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, no, had no idea. It was a great learning experience. It was, it was. And I want to thank you, Mom, for being here. Um, when was the last, what was the last episode she joined us in? Oh, God, I don't even remember. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. Um, so she's uh, joining us to get her podcasting um, talents dusted off because she and I have a new podcast. And what is the name of the new podcast? I've said it like 900 times, but, you know, let's... You promote it with me. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes people suck. Yeah, sometimes people suck. (laughs) 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 Yes, so my mom and I are doing a companion podcast to History of a Haunting called Sometimes People Suck, and it is a true crime podcast. Uh, And like we mentioned in um, earlier episodes, we're going to flip the script on this one. And um, our History of a Haunting's live studio audience is becoming the co-host, and the co-host of History of a Haunting is becoming the live studio audience for Sometimes People Suck. On occasion. Well, yeah. I mean, that's she's only here on well, occasion. Yeah. And, and I'll probably it be here more. It depends on what you guys have to drink. Yeah. <laughs> depends on what you're drinking. I, I mean, <laughs> I, let's be, I mean. Yeah, frank. let's be real. The format is not going to be too, too different, uh, except that the stories are going to be just me bumming everybody out from start to finish. Oh, yay. Yay. Oh, wow. <laughs> good, good. I'm so glad I got involved with it. I know, I am oh, too. Oh, and such a good time for it. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> hey, yeah, because, like you know what? Real life is just nothing but sunshine, rainbows, and butterflies. Uh, so and let's have another. And lollipops. And unicorn. <laughs> and coronavirus. And, and unicorns eating cheese. Oh, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about some true crime. Oh, my God. So anyway, we want to thank you. Arch, you want to let everybody know where they can find us? You can find us everywhere <laughs> that you might find your favorite podcasts. We are also able to be seen. You might find your favorite podcasts? Well, you might iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify. You can find us on all your favorite podcast stations. Well, I didn't know about Stitcher. We also have a website at www.hoahpodcast.com. Leia, goddamn. And wherever dog snores might be found. Take care. Be safe. We love you.
All right, guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all of you. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to direct message us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can email us at hohpodcast at gmail.com. And mom, why don't you sign off and say goodbye to the folks? Goodbye. please stay tuned for sometimes people suck where i co-host with my chatty kathy mother (laughs) bye guys we'll see you next week